Let us go together in prayer before God today. Father, in the name of your Son, Jesus, Lord, we thank you so much for another day. We thank you, Lord, for watching over our families, God, and over our hearts and minds, God, to give us the grace and mercy, God, that we can live again. We thank you, Lord Jesus, for being so faithful, for allowing us to connect with you and therefore being in you and the Father. We ask, Lord, to, to continue to watch over us and guide our hearts and our families. We pray for this nation, for our leaders, God. We pray for those, God, who need you, who need you in their lives. Therefore, God, teach us who have faith in you how to live our lives and according to where we are living testimony to the things that you've done for us. May you guide and bless us this day. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So let's cover... Living testimony as we're led by the inspired teaching of the Holy Spirit today. So what does it mean to have a testimony? And where does a testimony come from? Does it come from our ideas, the things we want to believe that we tell others? We must become a, a living testimony for the Lord. It's not a testimony that which we experience and go through that changes us uh, how we've been affected and changed by it. So if we have not experienced it, how can we be a, a testimony for it? We must live it. it. It must be experienced by us so we, we are a living testimony to the things that we speak of, that we declare, that we complain, that we sit here and proclaim to others. It's a testimony that has been built is meant to last. Like when Moses told Aaron to place a jar of manna before the Lord so it could be kept for generations to come. It's the testimony of what God has took the Israelites through, how the Lord brought them out. It's the lasting testimony of God's work. And everything that placed was in the ark of God was meant to be a lasting testimony of what was spoken so generations would come to believe. The tablets were written by the hand of God as a lasting testimony to give the people God guidance. Those allowed to touch the ark could be a witness of the direct communication with God. The ark was holy for it contains the words of God, a, a lasting testimony to mankind. See, that which is a lasting testimony which comes from God must be seen as holy. See, the ark carried the tablets that was placed behind the curtain. The curtain separated the holy places from the most holy places. It was, it was an atonement cover was placed over the ark of a testimony. It was a lasting testimony from God. See, what we must become a living and lasting testimony consecrated so we are holy to the Lord. See, they took the sacred anointing oil and atoned the tent of meeting, the ark of the testimony, the tablets, and the articles used for ministration before the Lord. So these things are holy to God. A living testimony is holy to God. See, a living testimony and lasting testimony is a sign that the Lord is with us. 
That's where the two tablets inscribed by the finger of God are a sign, a testimony that God is alive and with us. We have a, a living, lasting testimony of how God created the heavens and earth in six days and then abstained from his work on the seventh day and rested. It's a lasting, living testimony of how we should live and what we must become in God. We must become in Christ Jesus. So you, we... We become a living and lasting testimony sent by God. See, it, it changes things. We're, we're called by the Lord. We've been changed like Moses who came down from Mount Sinai and the two tablets in his hand. He was, he was not aware that his face was raining because he had spoken with God. See, Moses was a, a living testimony of God. Of how God changes the person. A living and lasting testimony from God changes lives. Not only to, does it turn the one who receives it to God, but those who hear and come to believe in what the Lord has given the person is a living testimony. It's holy to God. It's what God has taken us through, what God has poured into us. Go with me to 2 Thessalonians chapter 1, verses 9 and 10. The message God pours into us must be Let's transform our, transform our lives into a, a lasting and living testimony for God. 2 Thessalonians chapter 1, verses 9 to 10 says, They will be punished with everlasting destruction and shut out from the presence of the Lord, from the majesty of his power. On that day when he comes to be glorified in his holy people, to be marveled among all those who believe. And this includes you because you believed our testimony to you. See, to be a, a living and lasting testimony that the Lord honors, we cannot take the testimony of mankind over the testimony of God. What comes from God is greater. That which God has, has given to his son and, and poured into us must be counted worthy and is greater. A testimony found by the Spirit formed in truth, backed by the Spirit, water, and blood, always agrees in Christ Jesus. We're always one in the Lord. So we got to be a living testimony for the Lord. A living testimony that enriches lives and speaks of God's knowledge about Christ Jesus and confirmed in us is from God. It's a living testimony. Working its way through us so we do not lack any spiritual gifts. A, a living testimony kept strong in the end, blameless until Christ Jesus return. Have you ever had something that lasts that could never change? It remained true to what it was. It, it stood what it stood for no matter what came against it. Like God's word is a living and lasting testimony that cannot and will not be changed, no matter what or who come against it. We have to be a, a living testimony of that which God through Christ Jesus has done in us. No matter what or no matter who comes against us, we must stand firm. We are been built into a living testimony for Christ Jesus. You and I must honor that calling. See, we we can't to be a living to be a living and lasting testimony for the Lord we can't give false testimony about anyone especially God who we are what we are about our actions and reactions must be truthful we're a source of truth now 
And the Lord teaches us to be truthful, a truthful testimony, not follow the crowd and not doing wrong when we are involved in things, involved in things like a lawsuit. Do not pervert justice by siding with the crowd, but be a person of truth. We do not show favoritism. We are honest, truthful, and fair in our testimony. We must be a person of truth, a, a person who stands that, 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 that everything is from God. We understand the consequences of our testimony. See, God set the rules of convicting someone of a crime based on witnesses. And anyone who kills a person is to be put to death as, as a murderer. But he cannot be put to death for only one testimony. There must be at least two or three. So you and I are not, we're living testimony. We're the testimony together in Christ Jesus. We're here to talk about how to, how to do the things the way God has called them to do. To talk about the changes God made in our life. To, to be truthful about what God has done in our life. We'll be a, a people of truth who speaks the truth of God. See, we're part of any kind of judgment or investigation. We must be truthful witnesses. We cannot be a, a people who lies or give false testimony. Our testimony must be truthful, free from evil and sin. And as a living testimony, we must spread the good news about the Lord. So when others hear, they stop sinning and serve the Lord. Give their lives over to God. Who we are and what we are to be must be based on truth. Nothing in us comes from us. It cannot be a lie. Everything that comes from us and comes out of our mouth must be the truth. It must be something that we know God supports. Because we stand for truth. We must be truth. A truthful witness gives honest testimony. A living testimony is a truthful witness. Go with me to Proverbs chapter 12, verses 17. To be a living witness, there could be no falsehood in our testimony, no lies in what we say. Proverbs chapter 12, verses 17 says, A, a truthful witness gives honest testimony, but a, a false witness tells lies. See, a, a person, a, a false who gives a false testimony cannot stand. See, the ruthless will vanish. The mockers will disappear. Those who have eyes for sin and evil will be cut off. We, we cannot be a, a testimony that, that makes up truth. It, it takes truth and, and make it uh, false or take falsehood and make it truth. See, we know a person who gives false testimony deprives the innocent of justice. We can have no part in this. See, whether we are a truthful testimony or a false testimony is based on what's in our heart. If our hearts are full of sin and evil thoughts, murder and adultery, sexual immorality, theft and slander, it will make us a false testimony. We must change our ways. Be a living and truthful testimony for the Lord, speaking of the things God has taught us. To overcome things in the Lord. So we got to be real with this. We must be a, a living and truthful testimony. So, so we help bring those who are lost in Christ to the Lord. Those who have not known the Lord. We need to help assist them into coming to know Christ Jesus for themselves. It's changing their lives to be that that God approves of. When our brothers and sisters sin against us, we gently and patiently resolve our differences. 
We don't argue and fight. We come together as a living witness for the truth of God. So our testimony is accepted of God. See, Christ changed us to be a, a truthful witness of his. A true testimony for God. And we must live a, a faithful life as a Christian. We don't murder, commit adultery. We don't steal or give false testimony. We honor our father and mother, love our, our neighbors as ourselves. We are a living testimony of the work of the Spirit in our lives. Our testimony of Christ Jesus and God the Father, the work done by the Spirit must be validated by the life we live. When Christ spoke against the religious leaders, he let them know that he is the light of the world and whoever does not follow him is still walking in darkness. The Pharisees challenged Christ, saying his testimony was not valid because he testifies of his, as his own witness. Christ told the religious leaders they judge by human standards. Christ said based on their law, which requires testimony of two for it to be valid, his testimony is valid. Christ said he testifies of himself and the other witness was a father who sent him. See, to be a truthful and living witness, a, a living testimony for the Lord, we must ensure our witness uh, uh, and the witness of our life is of the, is, comes from the Father and the Son and that our testimony is valid. It is from God. We didn't make it up. It didn't come from us. See, for our testimony to be true, our lives must be true. Our, the way we live must be true. For our experience of walking with the Lord to be true, our faith must be real. When the man saw the soldier pierce Christ in the side and uh, bringing a flow of blood and water, the man testified about what he saw. His testimony is true so we can believe. This is what it means to be a, a living testimony for Christ Jesus. That which we testify must be true and it must be from the Lord. See? And Jesus Christ through revelations given to him by the Father showed us service what must take place. Christ Jesus called Apostle John to be a, a living testimony. One who testifies to everything he saw for the Lord. And God's word regarding the testimony of his son Christ Jesus. We must be willing to do whatever it takes to be a truthful witness, a, a truthful testimony, a living testimony for Christ Jesus. This is a life that God has called us into. It's a life full of truth and honor. It's a life that helps save lives. It's a life that brings salvation into our lives. And we must live it. The testimony must be alive in us. God told us many would stumble, fall, be broken, and snared and captured. The Lord said, bind up the testimony and seal it among the Lord's disciples. We live it. We, as we wait on the Lord, we walk in the truth with the testimony of Christ Jesus on our hearts. It is in us. It's bound in us. It's sealed in us. Help us, Jesus. And for us to live it, it must be living in us. We see the increase in wickedness. The love of most have gone cold. We're, we're the ones who must stand to the end, who will be saved. We live it. We're, we're living testimony of the changing hand of God through Christ Jesus by the Spirit. We live it. It is true in us. We're living testimony of God. We, we don't turn away. We don't change when situations and circumstances. We stand true to God what God has done to us in Christ Jesus. We're living testimony of Christ. There's nothing false about our testimony. 
Our testimony is not about impressing others or making eloquent speeches or persuading others or acting like we have some superior witness. It ain't about us having all this wisdom in our mind as we can sit here and just say how good we are. Within us is the testimony that proclaims the Father and the Son, not ourselves. Our testimony is really is not counterfeit. Within us, the Spirit demonstrates its power to change and save our lives. Our testimony is based on God's power, not man's wisdom and knowledge. We're living testimony for Christ because we believe in our hearts that He is the Son of God. The testimony we carry within us confirms the eternal life we have received, the life we now have, and the life that is to come in Christ Jesus. Go with me to 1 John chapter 5, verses 10 to 11. Our testimony has to be real, alive, working, living inside of us. There can be nothing false about it. 1 John chapter 5, verses 10-11 says, Anyone who believes in the Son of God has this testimony in their heart. Anyone who does not believe God has made him out to be a lie because he has not believed the testimony God has, has given about his Son. And the testimony is God has given us eternal life and this is life is in his Son Christ Jesus. So we will, we will come, Lord help us. We will overcome this devil's work by the Blood of the Lamb and the Word of that's living on the inside of us. The Word of God that's a living testimony to us. We live it. We, we do not love life to the point that we shrink back. We live it. We, we rejoice because one day we will dwell in the kingdom of God. Lost are those who do not have a testimony about the Father and the Son in them. Everyone of God must have a, a living testimony in them. John saw an angel. He with the worship of the angel, but the angel said, do not do it. We are fellow servants who hold the testimony of Christ Jesus within us just as you do. We worship God. We are a living testimony of Christ Jesus by the Spirit moving inside of us. This has to be real. It can't be something counterfeit in us. We don't have to see this. Christ teaches us. Our testimony can't be false. It must be validated by before God and by the way we live. Therefore, you and I, it's, it's got to be something that we live. It's got to be in our heart and our mind and our body and our soul. See, our, our testimony, we can't be false. We, we can't have a false testimony. We, we can't be living with a, a false testimony inside of us see, and claiming that we know Christ Jesus. But, but because our testimony would be invalid, it's invalid because it's about us. It's, it's about our plans. It's, it's about, about our interpretation of God's word. It's about our spirituality and our possessions, uh, how blessed we are and our abilities. See, this makes us a, a false testimony. It's an invalid testimony. When we have these things in us, our testimony is invalid. Because it's not about God. You don't have to see this. Our, our testimony has to be real. It must be valid. It must be about God. So that you and I can be a, a living testimony. It, it, it has to be all about God. So we have to become this 
living testimony. This living on the inside of us. It's, a, it's about God. It's about God's plan. How God has changed us. God's blessings He's bestowed upon us. The work of the Spirit following our Lord Christ. Jesus. It's about God's word. It's about everything that God did. See, we live it. It must be living inside of us. It must, it must be on our heart. It must be true. And it's, that makes us full of love, full of God, because we live it. We're, it it's validated because it's inside of us. It was come out of us. It's how we live. No matter what situation or circumstance we find ourselves in, our testimony about Christ Jesus must be on display everywhere we go. All that we do, we must live it. We're a living testimony of the work of God in Christ Jesus in our life. It's in us. It's, it's on us. It's all over us. We, we display it. It's everywhere we go. It's a living testimony. It's valid. You and I must have a, a valid living testimony living inside of us. So we know we're truly connected to Christ. We one with Christ and we one with God the Father. Because that testimony binds us to God. Can I be afraid to share our testimony about Christ Jesus? It says in God's word that some souls will be beheaded because of the testimony of Jesus in God's word. They will not worship the beast. In other words, a mark put upon them. They, they came to life and reigned with Christ Jesus for a thousand years. See, this is the reason we must be a, a living testimony for the Lord. So, so we live and have eternal life with him. It's a living testimony of Christ Jesus working inside of us. Outside of dogs and those who practice magic arts and sexual morality, murdering those who love to practice falsehood and spread lies. We who live for Christ receive his testimony of, of being the root, the, the offspring of David, the bright morning star. We keep this testimony about God the Father and Christ Jesus alive in us. No matter what troubles in life comes our way, no matter how it is and where it goes, this testimony is our testimony. It's how we live. Go to God. God's purposes. The same for each one of us to become a, a living testimony of his work. Praise the Lord. Inquired by the work of the Spirit, we're reshaped, molded into a, a living testimony for the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. We've been called by the Lord. We cannot see as they see. We cannot do as they do. We must live the testimony of Christ Jesus by the Spirit that sent us. It leads us into the truth of God. It changes us so we live for God. We cannot allow our testimony to be false in faith. That which make us, make us try to fool others into thinking that we're somebody when we're not. It has to be real. It must be alive in us. It must shine all around us by day and by night. The light of Christ Jesus must shine in us. It be a living testimony within us that keeps us seeking God. That keeps us holding on to God's promises. We live it. We know God the Father Christ Jesus is alive, living on the inside of us. It's the living testimony for us. It's what allows us to continue to believe, to get up every day praising God, to continue to seek the Lord with all our heart, with all our mind, with all our strength. It's a living testimony that we share with others about the changes God has made inside of us. 
what God is doing as you work out his plan to bring salvation to those who receive his son Christ Jesus. Let us testify the things of God. Father, in the name of your son Christ Jesus, we give you glory and honor for all that you do. We thank you, Father. We thank you, Lord Jesus, for allowing us to be a part of your body. That you pour in and create in us this living testimony that we live every day, God. It testifies of you and the Father. In the work of the Spirit done in this, Lord, in this body we call a tent. God, our hearts and our mind to the truth. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. May God bless you and guide you. Amen.